This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Joe Fortenbaugh, our man in Vegas. This is it. This is one of our favorite moments of the year when we bring in Joe here on the Score Hotline presented by Alpamonte Ford and Melrose Park on North Avenue or ap4.com, and we talk Super Bowl and we talk prop bets. Joe, good morning. How are you? Morning, Joe. Gentlemen. I'm in fine spirits today. It's the big show. We've been building up to this one for months, and I've got something I'm going to lay on you to start this whole thing off that I don't even know how many of you guys at the station or how many of your listeners know about this, but get this. I don't know if it's ever happened before, but because of COVID, because of all the rescheduling that has been taking place, following the Super Bowl, there is going to be a college basketball game between Stanford and Cal meaning we have one of three ways we can play Sunday. We can either, A, chase our losses with a college basketball game, B, double down our winnings on a college basketball game, or C, if we break even somehow during the Super Bowl, we have the ability to avoid the tie completely and roll into a Cal-Stanford college basketball game to break that tie. I, I am so fascinated by this game. I'm wondering what the handle is going to be. Handle is total amount of money bet on a game. And obviously we're about to jump into the Super Bowl, but the fact that we have a chaser for the Super Bowl is incredible <laughs> this year. Wow. Did not expect Do we like that one, game? Joe. Yeah. yeah. Do we like the game? Is there an obvious uh, outcome? I got, I got not, I, I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to be on it. I have no idea how I'm going to play it. I have no <laughs> idea how I'm going to play it. With those two, I know 
Stanford's battled some um, some some COVID issues this year. Cal can shoot the three, so I would tell you this: if Cal can get hot shooting the three, they're going to have a chance to hang in there. The bigger the spread, the better, obviously, because Cal's been a bit of a disaster this season. But right now, the first inclination is to Cal in the points and an under. But uh, you know, maybe I'll be tweeting about it on Sunday. So keep your eye there because I'm telling you, a lot of the guys who do this for a living are probably going to have advice on that. So Sunday on Twitter, as we approach the end of the Super Bowl, it's probably going to be fascinating to see how many people and what positions they're going to take on this Cal Stanford game. <laughs> All right, let's get started, Joe. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go from here? All right, let's do side and total first, and then we can start looking at some props. As for the side, we'll just come right out and talk about it. Uh, Kansas City's currently laying three. You know, we talked about this a bit last week. We're seeing the same thing with Tampa Bay throughout the playoffs. Uh, a sophisticated group comes in, bets Tampa early, and then bets them again late. Against the Saints, New Orleans was a, a four-point favorite. It immediately got bet down to three. Then it got knocked down to two-and-a-half on game day. Tampa Bay wins, Tampa Bay covers. Against Green Bay, it was something similar. Uh, Green Bay was sitting there as a four-point favorite. It gets knocked down to three-and-a-half. Then it gets knocked down to three. And we saw all the three-and-a-halves on this game evaporate immediately, and it's been sitting at three ever since. So I think the professionals want to get in on this game at Tampa Bay plus three-and-a-half. You can understand the reasons, Brady, the defense, all that good stuff. I think the public is going to be all over Kansas City. Feels like it's going to sit three all the way through the weekend. It's been heavily juiced, but it's the most key number in football betting. So I don't know if there's going to be a whole lot of action one way or another that swings this off. I think the bookmakers might be content to deal three here. Personally, I am going to be playing the Chiefs in this game. Um, there are a variety of reasons. I think they can win it from any way on the field. Uh, they can win from in front. They can win from in behind. We've seen it in, in the playoffs throughout the last two years. These guys, no matter how much they get down, they're never out of it. I worry about that for Tampa Bay. They've got a banged-up secondary. Both safeties have been hurt. They're not going to be 100% if they're able to play. You've got a young secondary. Even if they play between all the corners and the safeties, three years or less in the league. That's not exactly a warm security blanket at night when you're going up against Patrick Mahomes in this passing attack. So I see if Tampa Bay gets down in this game like they did during the regular season. Remember, those five regular season losses, they were trailing at the half by a combined score of 99-41. to 41. That's an average of 11 points per game. That was against playoff teams. The Bears were one of them. Two games against the Saints, Kansas City, the Rams. Those were tough, tough outs, and those teams pushed them at the half, and they weren't able to bounce back. Now, that, means, that doesn't mean they never came back, but against good teams, they struggled there. And if Kansas City gets up on you, watch out. So ultimately for the side, I'm going to play the Chiefs in this game. It's not a bet I love. I wouldn't come out and say it's my favorite bet of the entire Super Bowl, but I'm going to lay the three with Kansas City. For the total, it's still sitting at 56. This is a big number, a real big number. And there's some talk now that you've got to keep an eye on the forecast here. Tampa's supposed to get some rain on Saturday. They're supposed to get some rain Sunday morning. They could get some rain around kickoff. I haven't seen anything yet that would lead me to believe this is going to be a big problem. But yesterday when the report started surfacing of the weather, you saw the total go from 56 down to 55-and-a-half at a couple different shops. It was very quickly bet back up. But rule number one of Super Bowl betting when it comes to the total, if you like the under, you can wait until the weekend. The public is going to bet the over. The public does not want to bet against.
against scoring. So if you're an underbetter, if you like this game under whether or not, you can wait until this weekend. But I wouldn't be surprised if at some point starting Saturday, based on this forecast, sharp money gets involved in the under. Kansas City's defense, dramatically underrated. Okay, much better than anyone's giving them credit for. And yet, we saw what they did in a tough spot against Cleveland. We saw what they did last week against that high-powered Bills offense. You know, Josh Allen threw for like 234 yards in that game, despite throwing it almost 50 times. So this isn't a position I'm going to take. I really don't like the total here. It kind of feels like one of those games where I don't want to bet against scoring, but if I do, I'm going to be wrong because we're asking for a lot of points with some good defenses. So that's ultimately a pass for me. I just wanted to lay it out for you. Now, as we transition to the props, let's start with the first touchdown prop. I like to play a first touchdown for each team. All right, no matter how I see the game going, I want some action on both sides. I'm going to start with Tampa Bay, and I'm going to play Rob Gronkowski at 18-1. to 1. All right, wow. Kansas City this season has given up the eighth most receptions to opposing tight ends, the fifth most receiving yards to opposing tight ends, the seventh most touchdowns to opposing tight ends. Translation, they struggle to defend the tight end position. And as a result, that's going to give Gronk some opportunity, who just so happens to rank second on the Tampa Bay roster in red zone targets. Lots of attention on Antonio Brown, on Mike Evans, on Chris Godwin. Gronk, who knows if this is going to be the final game. You know, I don't think we're talking about that at all, that he could go right back into retirement after this game on Sunday. The guy's pretty beat up physically, comes back, tries to help Brady win another Super Bowl, and then he goes into retirement. I think he's in for an interesting day. So I'll throw another prop on top of that. Gronk over 29.5 receiving yards. I'm going to play him at 18-1 to to score the first touchdown. I'm also going to play him over 29.5 receiving yards for all the reasons I just laid out. On the Kansas City side of the equation, I'm going to play Sammy Watkins at 20-1 to to score the first touchdown. And if it's mm. Watkins or Miko Hardman, it's not going to be a complete surprise for me. Remember something, Tyreek Hill absolutely shredded the Tampa Bay defense in that first quarter when they met back in Week 12. Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator, adjusted his defense. All right, He went out, he changed away from man coverage, and in the next three quarters, Hill only caught six passes. Now, he still had a big game after that regardless, but the adjustments were critical. There's no way they're going to let Tyreek Hill destroy them in this game. That doesn't mean they're going to shut him down, but they're not going to let him destroy him. That opens up the field for Travis Kelsey, who's going to command a lot of attention as well. But after those two guys, I could see Watkins having a big game. I could see Miko Hardman having a big game because of the opportunity out there with not much attention being paid to them. So Sammy Watkins, first touchdown, 20-1, to is something I'm going to play. As we move into the props, Here's where we stand with the quarterbacks. Probably my favorite bet of the entire Super Bowl, as of right now, is going to be Patrick Mahomes over 40-and-a-half passing attempts. That's passing attempts. He averaged 39 per game during the regular season. So we're not asking him to do a whole lot more here, all right? He threw it 49 times against Tampa in Week 12, and that was despite a 17-0 lead after the first quarter, a 20-7 lead at the half, and a two-score lead in the fourth quarter. Whether they were up or not, he was throwing the football in that game. And that's what I see happening here as well. Tampa Bay ranks first in opponent yards per carry. They're very good against the run. Kansas City wants to run. They're going to want to establish it. I don't see them having a lot of success with it. And I think if ultimately this game's going to come down to one thing, put the, put the game on the $500 million right arm of Patrick Mahomes. Over 40-and-a-half passing attempts for Mahomes. Now, conversely, I'm going to play Brady 
under 39 and a half passing attempts. Whether he's trailing or not, and unless it's an absolute blowout, then I'm going to be wrong here, but I don't see that happening. I don't think Brady's going to need to throw the ball 40 times in this game. This is a mark he only hit 9 of 19 times this season. Okay, But more importantly, I want you to look at Kansas City. In, in 18 football games this year, they only had five quarterbacks throw the ball 40 or more times against them. Only five times. And in those five games, Kansas City had a two-score lead or greater with plenty of time left on the clock every single time. Obviously what that means is that these quarterbacks are playing in garbage time. They're throwing every single down, trying to catch up in these games. Again, I don't see that being the case for Tampa. I don't like them to win the game, but I don't think they're going to be down 31 points in the second half throwing the ball all over the lot. Even if they are, Kansas City is going to run the ball, try to grind down the clock. Not an ideal scenario, but Brady under 39.5 passing attempts. Darrell Williams, Kansas City running back, under two and a half receptions. You're going to lay a little bit of juice here in this situation, but Williams' workload, his usage rate, his snaps, whatever you want to call it, went down dramatically when Clyde Edwards-Elair returned to the lineup last week. He went from somewhere around 80% of the snaps against um, Cleveland. It dropped down to 49% in that neighborhood against Buffalo. Elair is going to come into the game. He's going to catch passes out of the backfield. He's going to run the ball. You might also have Le'Veon Bell involved in this situation. I like Darrell Williams. He could make some big plays here. I don't think he's going to see enough targets. In fact, against Buffalo, he was only targeted one time with one reception, whereas the game before that targeted four times with four receptions. Clyde edwards Elair is going to be the feature back in the passing game. We're going to play under two and a half receptions, Darrell Williams. Tom Brady, this is going to be one I'm sweating the whole game. If you're looking for a good sweat, Tom Brady over half a rushing yard. All right, half a rushing yard. We just need one. Brady is averaging three rushing yards per Super Bowl appearance. That has nothing to do with this game. Obviously, we can't look at that and put a lot of weight on it. I just think it's a fun fact. Ultimately, here's how I see it. Okay, this is plus money, too. It's plus 140. So a $100 bet returns 140 bucks. Brady's the master at rushing up to the line of scrimmage on third and one, fourth and one, and sneaking the ball while the opposing defense is out of position. All right? I see that happening at least once or twice in this game. Sacks count against your passing yards, so we don't have to worry about that. The only thing we have to worry about is the dreaded kneel down. And like I said earlier, I think Kansas City wins the game, so Brady's not going to be kneeling down late. So I'm going to go ahead and play over half a rushing yard. Primary reason I'm doing this, I think I really look forward to this sweat. Like, this is the one I think I'm going to be sweating the most, waiting for him to get that sneak, and then hoping there's no kneel down or botched fumble or whatever in the backfield. So this is more of a degenerate special. Keep that in mind as you're making the wager. (laughs) First penalty on the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, I really dug into this. I don't think the NFL wants everyone on Monday morning talking about a ref show for the Super Bowl, right? And we've seen that the last few years, the refs let him play. And we saw it specifically in the Green Bay-Tampa Bay game. They weren't blowing the whistle for anything in that scenario. I think the same thing's going to happen here. Not as dramatic as the NFC Championship, but I think we're going to see the refs swallow the whistle for a little bit. That means uh, offensive pass interference, defensive pass interference, and offensive holding. But they can't swallow the whistle on a false start. And Kansas City had the fourth most false starts this season. Tampa Bay was tied for 23rd in false starts. And when you look overall at penalties, Kansas City was the fourth most penalized team. Tampa Bay was 20th. 
So at plus 115, I'm going to play Kansas City to commit the first penalty. And then finally, as of right now, I'm sure as a degen, I'm going to go out there and add some more before we get to the actual game. I'm going to play Kansas City to have the longest kickoff return in this game. The longest amount of yards on the kickoff return. That's also plus money. Tampa Bay only recorded touchbacks on 74% of their kicks this year. So that means there's more opportunity for Kansas City to bring it out. Meanwhile, Kansas City got touchbacks on 84% of their kickoffs. That's a dramatic swing right there. So I'm going to go ahead, and this one's kind of just for fun as well, Kansas City with the longest kickoff return in this game, plus 115. So as we find ourselves up against it, here's the rundown. Kansas City minus three. First touchdown, Rob Gronkowski, 18-1. to First touchdown, Sammy Watkins, 20-1. to Mahomes over, 40-and-a-half passing attempts. Brady under 39-and-a-half passing attempts. Darrell Williams under 2-and-a-half receptions. Rob Gronkowski over 29-and-a-half receiving yards. Tom Brady over half a rushing yard. First penalty on Kansas City. Longest kickoff return to Kansas City. And then a couple MVP plays. If you don't want to lay the spread, play Patrick Mahomes at minus 120, right? The money line for this game is Kansas City minus 165. So if you think Kansas City wins, there's a really good shot Mahomes wins the MVP. You could just play it that way for a cheaper price at Mahomes minus 120. I also like Devin White as a long shot for the Bucks. 60 to 1. Remember, if Tampa wins this game, they're going to have to make some big plays on defense. I'll roll the dice with a guy like Devin White at 60 to 1. Oh my god, Joe. That that is great stuff. Like one of the greatest performances in history. You are uh, I could oh, imagine geez. you guys don't even have your pants on right now. <laughs> I hey, I I'm I'm sitting here with a legal pad. I got it all written out. Great stuff, Joe. And and Joe, um you haven't we got to let you go, but you haven't mentioned uh, there's a duo of anthem singers. There's Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan. I don't know how much research uh, Dustin has done on this, but that is his favorite wager. I can't let you go without asking. Yeah, it's a great question. So here's what happens. Normally, the rehearsal information leaks on either Friday or Saturday before the Super Bowl, which is when we get these massive wagers down. Generally, it's been Saturday, but last year it came out of left field, and the rehearsal info came out today. So I'd say watch social media because the gamblers are going to get their hands on this, and eventually the market's going to move. The market's going to be on top of this as well. So as soon as the rehearsal information leaks, it's coming out. But one caveat this year, we're hearing rumors that the rehearsal Rehearsals are going to be done on Zoom, and they might not be done in person. So whoever it is that's in the building that has gotten this information out to all of us over the last few years, it's going to be a different scenario. So who knows if we even get it. So just be patient. Keep your eyes on social media. Uh, if it, trust me, if the info's out there, it's going to leak. But um, this could be a different year with the way they go about it. But it all comes down to those rehearsal time, boys. So that's what I'll be doing the next few days. If you're watching me on TV or anything else, I'm going to be focused squarely on these rehearsal times. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I you're the best. <laughs> All right, boys. Love you. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Best of luck to everybody. I'll talk to you soon. That right, is our care. guy, Joe Fort. He always delivers, but this day is one of the glorious ones. Epic. And we're going we're gonna to bring in our buddy Sam Farmer. We're going to talk to him. Sam's been to tons of Super Bowls, David, and we'll ask him what it's like. What is the atmosphere? Is there an atmosphere? There's no real Super Bowl week, huh? Molly and Honda score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 